you're listening to our social justice fellowship podcast. This is our last episode, episode six. This is our first season. So this is our grand finale. And we're going to be wrapping up our discussion today with talking about our mother earth. Um, We just wrapped up earth week and we just want to dive into that discussion, but we'll do a little circle of introductions. Um, Again, my name is Crystal, AKA um, Gallup girl. (laughs) Who wants to go next? Yat A. Shea Amber Yaddy in a chef, AKA Ambo, AKA Bye Fly Catcher. (laughs) (laughs) awesome good evening Uh, this is Shanika aka Sky aka Yazi girl nice and this is Zanaba Yate everyone welcome to our last episode of this season for our podcast and I am known as the Indigenous Hippie, a.k.a. also the Indigenous Curly Sue. Ooh, dang. With the flavor of Curly Sue. <laughs> Indigenous Curly Sue. Yeah, you definitely got a lot of curls, Zenimba. You do. <laughs> um, so, yeah, let's talk about Earth Week. Um, it's a big... I feel like it's a big deal for us, kind of, a little bit. I'm kind of like on the fence about this um, because Earth, for us as uh, Navajo women, Earth Day is kind of like just, for me, I see it as like a celebration of all the things that we've been doing for Mother Earth this whole, you know, since um, the last time we had Mother Earth Day last year. So I feel like it's just a celebration um, and in my eyes, um, Earth Day is a lifestyle. It's a way of life. It's a way of um, giving thanks to our first mother, Mother Earth, giving thanks to everything that she's provided us. Um, it's just recently, April 22nd, 1970 was the first Earth Day. And during that time, there was so much that was happening that was affecting um, people back then um, in the 70s, a lot of climate change issues, so many like environmental um, awareness, uh, education around um, just how to take care of our mother earth. And a lot of environmental movements came out from from that time. And for us, um, well, for me, it's just Earth Day is is I I feel like it's like an American kind of celebration <laughs> because they're talking about other. Um, it may just be a day, like a one day for most Americans just to like pick up trash or it's just their one day they like recycle or their one day to talk about, you know, um, our oceans being polluted or the one day they talk about um, climate change or, you know, it's usually just that one day, that one earth day 
but for us like i said it's the whole thing we we do we give thanks to mother earth every single day in our prayers we um have this like strong connection not just with the 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 earth that we stand on but the plants the microorganisms the the animals the wind the the rain the snow everything that um we experience here in this in this world it's so powerful and it speaks to us in so many different ways that when we talk about earth day it's kind of like mm, we do this every day <laughs> we do this every day um but I feel like for a lot of us on Navajo, it is a day for us to clean up to, because a lot of our roads, um, for most of us, we don't have access to throwing away trash. There's not a lot of dump sites here in Navajo. Even in my community of Chachulta, there's only one place to dump trash. And that serves like a whole area of not just Chachulta, but Bread Springs and Red Rock or um, Vanderwagen. And there's only one dump site. So when we have like, again, lack of resources for even dumping trash or a lot of our roads um, on Navajo are really um, trash. You know, a lot of people throwing their, just, I'm like, if you go to Chachalta, where I'm from, it's, it's has gotten a lot worse. Um, um, I don't know why. I don't know if it's because of the pandemic or because we don't have our trash dump open every day like it was, or I'm not too sure, but I have seen an increase in people throwing away stuff onto the roads and having just that disconnection of, of just keeping care of our mother earth. Um, and I wanted to just talk about our word for um our the Navajo word for Mother Earth and it's Nehatsan, right? Did I say it right? Nehamaasan. Nehamaasan. My gosh, see she's all she's teaching me something here too. <laughs> Although we're all learning our language here, so um we're not experts. <laughs> and and that um literally translates to our mother. Um to our mother and it's talks about the ground. I mean, if you wanna like split it up into each syllable, you know, it pretty much means like our mother ground or, and it's just um, for us, you know, we already knew that um, our earth is a female presence. It has a female energy to it because it gives life. And I think that's just a different perspective that a lot of um, non-natives don't really get that part of connecting with our mother earth and having those direct, um, I like to say, call them like telephone lines. When we call upon our, like our wind spirits and, you know, our rain and our snow and, you know, they all speak to us in a certain way. And I think it's just a beautiful connection. Um, and when we talk about coming home, I think that's been a theme for us this season is, coming home to our homelands, recognizing how when we give to our mother earth, how much it gives back to us when we can just simply go outside and feel that peace so instantly and feel that wind and smell the rain and feel the dirt. Um, it's such a privilege to have that and to, to be in our homelands where our ancestors have been for millennia. It's a beautiful time to be alive right now 
to give thanks to our mother earth and it's been a really busy week for us in, Nav in Navajo. I just wanted to just quickly just go over some highlights this week for 2021. We had our first, our first lady of the United States come by, Jill Biden. She stopped by in the Navajo Nation for two days. And coincidentally, she came on Earth Day and she had a really awesome quote. Let me pull it here. Um, I'm just going to just read just from an article that we found this quote from, but it goes like this. Uh, Biden sprinkled in phrases in Navajo that point out to the holistic nature of the culture that interconnects all things, living in balance, beauty, and harmony. She said she was proud to address the Navajo Nation on a day that highlights the protection of Mother Earth a reference to Biden's climate change agenda. It's on, it's on all of us together to find the path back to Hajal, harmony and beauty, the world as it should be. She's, she said Thursday beneath a red stone arc with a cutout that gives the tribal capital Windorock its name. Despite the challenges that we face, Navajo Nation lives the truth again and again. And when I read this article, I was blown away. We weren't there. I don't think, I don't know if there's any like live recordings, um, maybe of her coming here and saying those words, but for her to say the words hajon and to understand that it does mean that harmony and balance and that beauty and that connection to protecting our mother earth on mother earth day is just like, I feel, and for her to be a woman and, you know, it's our first lady coming here and she met with other indigenous women and we're talking about protecting mother earth. And she talked about um, education as well and how um, pretty much our nation is like, a, how would you say it? Mm. Oh my gosh, I'm like lost my track of words. Um, how we're pretty much like beating COVID, you know, what they're saying that we may have um, hit herd immunity for COVID. So that's another reason why um, Joe Biden was able to come to Napa Nation to, you know, take a look at our testing sites and our uh, COVID um, vaccine sites as well. So I think it was just like a really awesome week for Navajo. We even had um, um, an activist, I don't wanna call him an activist, but he's a warrior out there in Lukachukai, Bobby Mason. He also did a, a community cleanup and in his community as well, just a fun, like not fun fact, but a fact, um, he's also out in Lukachukai, Arizona, they're impacted by uranium. And he also is dealing with, um, a lot of trash on his on their roads. So he did a cleanup out there. And so that was in the Navajo Times. So all of these things are going on just within this one week of Navajo about Earth Day. And there was even like public announcements on Facebook and um, on the radio about, you know, making sure you drive safely around people who are picking up trash along the roads on Navajo Nation. So I feel like it was like a, I don't know about you guys, but it feels like this is probably the biggest cleanup 
action. Like, I don't know. I've never seen so many people like really willing to clean up trash. Um, what are your guys' thoughts about Earth Day? Have you guys? Yeah, seen I definitely things? noticed it driving in from Windrock to Gallup. There was uh, bags lining the, the the highway, so it was it was super cool to see it looking clean. Cause that that's what I think about every time I go um, visit my mom in Fort Defiance. There's just like so much trash around there. I just want to get out and start picking up trash. So I I thought that like yeah that's like definitely awesome. We should we should keep doing that and encouraging each other, or even um, encouraging like um, if somebody can take trash that whereas other people can't do that, then maybe we can like get together and uh, let that person haul our trash and we'll just give them all pitching for gas money. Like we could do it that way too, you know? But I think during COVID, I, I thought like, yeah, people had gotten trashier since they weren't allowed to travel as much. Yes. I thought so. That's what I thought too. Um, especially with the chapter houses where they do offer um, sanitation services. A lot of them closed down because of COVID in the beginning. So there was like, a, like a, I feel like three or four good months of like people just weren't able to get in there to like dump trash. So I don't know. I, I did see an increase in pollution though. But this week it was, it was cool to see, to see some action out there. Yeah, it's cool to see all the trash bags and um, I know even my even just the road I was talking about to Chechelta like people I didn't see them but I saw the like the trash bags on the side of the road and it's just like a good sign I'm like oh my gosh thank you thank you I'm like I don't have time <laughs> but we all have to find time to like make to make that happen even if it's around your own house if it's at your relative's house or I, was, I wasn't sure if it was the the tribe who does who did that because sometimes the tribe they do that they go out on earth day and they pick up trash around out in Winter Rock. so i was telling tiff yeah the tribal workers should do that like once a month at least <laughs> right. it should be an all tribal employee yeah. uh, job description that's mandatory to be a part of earth day cleanup <laughs> that's our next call to action just <laughs> but it's such a good way to give back you know you think it's like oh just picking up trash but you think about um the long-term effects even just for that one plastic thing and you think oh it's not gonna be anything but um let me just share one little story about trash because we're talking about trash and the significance of it one day i was driving you know on uh, john drench road out in chuckle and it like, it like shook me so hard because you always see like, you know, bears or, you know, those animals that have like buckets on their head and they can't take it off. I saw one, a res dog, so skinny, like bones, you could see the bones protruding out of its skin. So skinny with a bucket on its head, like stuck on its head. And it was just like running aimlessly in the road. And like, I just had to pull over. I'm like, I don't care if this dog bites me. I do not care because we're a dog family and we love dogs. And I just couldn't, I just can't do that. So I pulled over and it like took me a couple tries, but I got that thing off. And like, and like, 
I think I was probably dumping trash too, but I was just like, I can't even like, I don't even have any food like to give you, or I don't even have any water. I was like, but let me, I was like, it was just down my, down my house and I'll be, I'll be back. And I'll, if the dog's still here around here, I'll bring back and bring back food or water. But it, I never saw that dog again, but right when I took off the bucket off its head, it just started, it, I've never seen eyes so big. And like, it looked like it was smiling at me. It was just like, that really hit home for me. Cause I never seen how trash affects animals. Like you see it all like, oh, the, you know, the turtles and the straws and all these things, but to see it like up close right there. And like, for me to actually like save an animal from trash, like, geez, like it's a real issue here. And it, it shouldn't just be a one day or one week thing. It needs to be a, a continuous thing that we keep our communities clean. Well, dang, that's a lot of C's. <laughs> um, Zanaba or Shanika, do you guys have anything to say about Earth Day this week? Yeah, I can go. Uh, I just got all riled up um, talking about pollution and litter and waste. Is this been something I've been so passionate about since I was young and I'm just like oh the, the the thing I hate secondly the second most from this pandemic has been the increase in pollution you know the first when the worst thing is it's killing so many of our relatives and our people our elders our youth and we're losing our knowledge so that's already devastating but in addition to that this pandemic it's been all these masks, single-use masks, disposable gloves, it's that that mindset, that colonizer mindset, it just, oh my gosh, it gets me so upset. Um, because they have this mindset of just consume, 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 extract, 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 dispose, 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 repeat. That is not sustainable. That is what has brought us to all these issues we're facing today. And is it's I don't even have words that our own people have internalized that behavior and I present on this a lot when I'm talking about indigenizing the zero waste lifestyle and um, I did an internship a couple of years ago with the Navajo Nation Division of Community Development and one of my main projects was researching our tribes solid waste management those policies and we have a solid waste act we have, and I, I got to actually just delve deep into that stuff. And that's why we have all these issues people don't know about. Like a lot of our chapters, the funding for solid waste management at all of our 110 chapters, that funding got taken away. And, you know, the chapters were like, well, we can't keep our, our um, facilities open. We can't maintain them we can't transport the trash to a bigger facility and the whole idea of a landfill oh my gosh it just eats up my soul eats up my spirit you know you can't just make all this trash that's not biodegradable that just just keeps building up and go put it into a landslide where you think well if I can't see it then it's not a problem that whole out of sight um what is it? Out of, out of mind. mind. Yeah. yeah. Like that, that's such a destructive mindset. And I just, 
preach like that is not indigenous that is not our ways and I use sheep as an example like when we butcher sheep we use every piece of that sheep there's no waste and I would want to say for all our indigenous tribes across Indian country and around the world we don't have a word for waste we never had waste we that's our that's our teachings that's living with nature we don't we don't create waste and again that's just a bad very bad learned behavior and you know part of being assimilated unfortunately and that's why um you see all that pollution now you see all our people taking these back roads and dumping just cases and cases of alcohol bottles alcohol cans and fast food and that's another thing that really gets me upset this whole topic of, of waste um is like when when I like go to places I, I try to part of zero waste is not using disposable anything um so when I start when I when I start um when I started refusing straws, people were like, why are you refusing straws? We're not by the ocean. It's not going to kill turtles. I'm like, you guys have no idea that, yes, even if we're here in the desert in the middle of the states, all our trash goes eventually ends up in the landfill or the ocean because of, you know, erosion. The wind's going to carry trash. The waterways are going to carry trash. And they do end up at the ocean. So every every piece of trash, everything you just throw out on the side of the road, it's gonna it won't biodegrade. It's gonna kill some life, whether it's a plant, whether it's an animal, whether whatever you know. It yeah, and just another bummer too. Like burning trash is is not really a safe solution either. That's just polluting the air. You know, we, we can't create clean oxygen. We're losing trees at such a fast rate and they take decades to grow and produce healthy breathing air. But if we're just polluting the air with the trash we're making, that's, you know, that's, that's again, that's not sustainable. That's just leading us down a worse path. So I could say a lot more about waste, but, you know, it was a little happy, a little hopeful that, yeah, okay, our, our people are finally taking one day out of 365 days to pick up trash, and but it's like, okay, it's, it's a start, but we need to do this every day <laughs> if we want to really make an impact, and we, that's not the solution either. If we're picking up trash, if we're recycling, and we're still using reusable I mean, disposable shopping bags, disposable plasticware, disposable foam trays. If we're still doing that, we're just creating more trash to clean up and it's never going to make an impact until we go zero waste. So I will talk more about zero waste and indigenizing that later. Yeah, I'm like season two, season two, we'll have a whole episode. <laughs> I think we found another topic. So that, yeah, that is such great points and you know some positives to look at it you know being zero waste and making an everyday part of your lifestyle right on and I know this is um a topic that you hold close to your heart so thank you for your passion yeah <laughs> all right Shamika you want to wrap us up here <laughs> thank you I yeah I just 
gonna repeat, um, you know, uh, follow behind Amber and Zenaba that I've definitely seen um, a lot more uh, legal trash dumping, especially where we live. Um, a lot of people love to walk and, you know, we've definitely seen a lot more people out too who do carry their plastic water bottles and toss it when they're done, um, you know, and so, we have to go and pick that up ourselves. Um, and then last week, we uh, during Earth Week, um, my sister stays home all the time. And I'm actually really proud of her for doing this because <laughs> she's, um, she's a little mean, but I'm going to have to stand behind her meanness this time. Um, there's a, she noticed a guy dumping trash off and so she went over there and I was at work, but she told him like, I'm, you need to pick up all your trash and I'm going to wait here until you pick it all up and I'm not going to leave. So that's, I'm so proud of her for doing that. And so he did. And um, yeah. <laughs> wow. So that was the first, you know, that's actually like the first time she, I think she's ever done something like that. And it was great. It was a great way, you know, to, to put an end to that. Um, but yeah, definitely we need more recycling bins on the Navajo Nation. Um, usually it's full here in Shiprock and they close it until, you know, they can get another bin for more recyclables. Um, and at work um, with Johns Hopkins, we do recycle our things, but um, we have to show proof that we're New Mexico residents or they'll turn us away because our work vehicles have Arizona license plates. So if we um, can't show proof that we are residents, they'll turn us away. And so one of my coworkers will um, ask us <laughs> to take her trash for her because she lives maybe like 30 minutes away, um, borderline, Arizona, New Mexico. So um, yeah, there's there's no way for her to dump trash off too because she doesn't live here in New Mexico, even though she's like maybe five minutes away from the state line. Wow, right on to your sister. Almost, she's a good delegator. I know. <laughs> we need more of her out there in the streets <laughs> i know <laughs> wow she probably has that voice and that attitude like you better pick up this trash i ain't going nowhere until i see yeah. you do it <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> wow and the guy really <laughs> did it. So i wasn't there awesome. to see it but um yeah my my parents told me what went down and that's what happened <laughs> right on that is so awesome taking the initiative you know like that's what it's about I think um I think that's like the biggest takeaway for all of us that we can do is what can we do um to make that little change um and that guy probably actively he probably does that so much like throws trash out like just nothing and for her to step in and be like no not today mister it's like those type of situations we need more of. If you see it, if you see something, 
all sus. I'm just <laughs> if you see something, like you gotta say something about it, and it takes a lot of courage to like say something, be like, "Hey, dude, like, don't do that. That's messed up." And especially on Earth Week, like, hell yeah, that makes like charity on top, like, makes it even better. So let's see here, where are we at now? Oh yeah. So we're gonna wrap up today's discussion with a call to action. Um, is there, I did last episode's call to action. Is there anyone, Zenaba, do you want to do this week's call to action? <laughs> I know you got a list. <laughs> start. Uh, call to action for Earth Week. Um, yeah, I challenge everyone every day, uh, try to look at what you are trashing what you're considering waste analyze it and i bet you a lot of the time a lot of it's food waste that could be composted a lot of it's plastic material that could be recycled a lot of it could be cardboard and people can that can be composted that could be burned as fire starter that could be recycled so i challenge everyone to analyze your trash and see what you can minimize and start making changes. Like if you have a hundred plastic straws in there, stop buying straws and start refusing them. And all you need is just one reusable straw, whether that's hard plastic or metal, or even if you want bamboo, you can have fun. And this is all part of minimalizing and getting away from that consumerism, capitalistic lifestyle, minimize. You don't need thousands of straws in your lifetime, just one good one. <laughs> so don't be lazy and just wash your dishes. That's, that's, that's our main issue to tackle with waste is laziness. People want to go to fast food and get everything, eat it and trash it instead of using good, reusable, long lasting containers. Right on, Zenimba. Minimalize and indigenize. <laughs> Thank you so much for everyone tuning in these last six episodes. It's our first season. So thank you everyone for taking the time out of your day to um, listen. And if you would like to hear more, we'll have season two up maybe this summer. Um, but we'll keep you updated. But yeah, everyone. Hagonet. Yeah. Yeah. Hagonet. Hagonet.